0: The following is a paid program, and the views expressed are those of the hosts and guests and do not reflect the opinions of WPTF or Curtis Media Group. Information provided is of a general nature. Listeners seeking specific advice should contact a licensed professional in the appropriate area. From home repair to remodeling, this is making your home great. All righty. Well, we are here, uh, John Champion, with you. So glad to be here. Yes, indeed. And we have Rhonda Benvy Plummer from Help Me, Rhonda Interiors with us this week. And, of course, Brock Emmons from Triangle Radium Barrier. And I'll tell you, let's just, just start with Rhonda.
1: How has your week been? The week has been awesome. Just busy, busy, busy.
0: Okay. <laughs>
1: <Some> <laughs> Doing what? Hello, hello, hello. Yeah, lots going on. Um, got lots of new jobs going on. Got, I'm also moving my business into a commercial spot. Are you? Yeah, so that's been kind of busy, too. It still looks like a hurricane's gone through it, but it's getting there. <laughs>
2: what, what location did you guys settle on?
1: It is like an awesome location. It's uh, like Six Forks kind of between 540 and 440 near North Hills area. Oh, yeah. So it's really a nice area.
2: It's easy to get to.
1: Easy to get to. Okay. It's good for me, too, because sometimes I need 440. Sometimes I need 540. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Depends on that kind of day. Yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, let's talk about, you know, a certain situations uh, going on with people. Uh, you can be a savior for a lot of folks uh, because they don't know where to go with remodeling. But sometimes your remodeling is forced on you. (laughs) Yes. And this happens. Help me, Rhonda. Yes. Because, you know, I mean, I know a coworker, and uh, she had an issue with water coming down from the ceiling, and now the walls are damaged. The ceiling is damaged. Right. And it's kind of like, you know, you could take advantage of this kind of a situation. Do you ever walk into those... I'm actually
1: uh, doing one right now. There's a, a contractor that I work with regularly. Uh, he always recommends me to help his clients, and they had a, a fire, and so the GFI um, malfunctioned at their fireplace, oh my.
2: which is very strange.
1: Very strange. Very very strange. Very. And so it, what happened is that fire started going out, it caught the deck, because the deck was at the same level, caught the deck on fire, and there was a propane tank on the deck, and guess what? Kaboom. And so um, that pretty much damaged you know, obviously that whole side of the house. Right. But mm. the smoke damage kind of damaged everything else.
3: Oh,
0: it so, probably everything, right?
1: Everything. Yeah. So yeah, literally got a they a horror story yeah, going. It was it was pretty bad. And that's what I said to them. I said, gosh, y'all got kind of forced into this, right? And so um they also have, you know, kind of a handicapped child, so that makes it even worse. Right. And so um They Just are taking This opportunity I guess to make You know Lemonade out of lemons And you know They're just Remodeling the whole house It was kind of That time anyway You know So they're kind of Getting what they want And you know Putting some of their Own money into it As well as the Insurance money And Um, it is, they were lucky to find a house that they could rent that was in the same neighborhood. So that was a blessing for them, Mm -hmm. but it was, you know, in other words, it's coming along, but I get that all the time, you know, because I think when something like that happens and you're not expecting it. Right. You've got you know a whirlwind going on in your brain, and that's when I think you realize maybe I do need some help here. You know. So my builder was like, "You need to bring Rhonda in on this, and she can help y'all because they had so much going on. They lost everything in their house." Yeah. You know, so that that in itself will debilitate you, right? <laughs> Much I'm, less having to go through and picking out all this new stuff for your house. So,
0: I mean, it's kind of an opportunity, right? Because yeah. folks say, you know, I always wanted that wall to come
1: down. And I want that dog wall to come down anyway. <laughs> yeah. Well, here you go. <laughs> now we can
2: just kind of just push it gently and it'll yeah. fall over. Yes. It, oh, my it's, it's really unfortunate when those kind of events happen. And, and there's all different types of. Out of nowhere events that you could not foresee that can cause so much damage to the home. And yeah, you're right. That's in nearly all aspects of life. Mm -hmm. We had a customer last year. Now, he has a gas pack heating unit. And for those who don't know what that is, uh, the unit is a very large unit that sits on the outside of the house. Mm -hmm. Now, his unit was older. Now, we got a phone call from him. We sealed his crawl space a couple of years before. And he called me out of the blue and he said, I need your help. We got struck by lightning. Mm. Please come out here. It damaged the crawl space under the house. Oh, no. It's bizarre, isn't it? Well, when I got out there, the the lightning strike hit the gas pack, so it's the big metal unit on the side of the house, and it caught the ductwork on fire throughout the crawl space. Now, think about that. There's a lightning strike, and now underneath your house is on fire. It was just – and who could have guessed anything like that ever would have happened? Now, luckily for him, Mm. when he encapsulated the crawl space, he used a fire-rated insulation. Mm. So it kept the fire contained to the crawl space, and it limited the damage. But sometimes these kind of things happen. Mm. You have a a coworker here who had a a water heater burst in their attic and is causing thousands and thousands of dollars in damage. It's unfortunate, but it happens. You just want to know the right people that you can call when it does happen mm-hmm. that can take care of you and not take advantage of you.
0: Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so, What's the first thing you do in those situations?
1: Well, I think it depends on, you know, what it is. Obviously, by the time I was brought in on this particular job, you know, yeah. the contractor had, you know, gotten in, got everything cleared out. Right. Um, the house is considered... Um, non-inhabitable until the builder does certain things and you know they're the the licenses and permitting people you know kind of determine all of that Mm -hmm. so in other words nobody can even be in that house until they determined it's safe to be in that house Mm. so that's kind of when i was brought in yeah you yeah. know, at that point, so we could go through and figure so out what take, all we were doing. So do
0: you take pictures because I know you do 3D uh, uh, simulations yes. and things like if that? Yes,
1: they, if they need it. Right yeah. now, we're just trying to get them in there. I don't even think they're worried about furniture or anything no. like that. You know, right now, we're in that process of, you know, picking out the kitchen cabinets and yeah. the bathroom cabinets and the countertops and, and the, the tile and, and the colors because, yeah. I mean, literally, it's, it's just like starting with a brand new house. So much. Yeah.
0: So much. Listen, mm-hmm. if you have uh, been in... Kind of a situation uh, uh, similar to what we've been talking about, uh, and maybe this is an opportunity for you to talk to a design and interior expert and our, uh, of course, a crawl space attic insulation uh, guru over here. Uh, love to have you join the conversation here at Making Your Home Great. This is all about you. Uh, we invented this show because we need to find uh, great people to give great advice and. And uh, I think we have done it. Uh, Right, John?
4: Uh, Uh, No, for sure
0: you have. (laughs) 919-860-9783. In fact, the next caller also gets a little bit of lunch, Mm. maybe a little more than lunch, a $25 gift certificate from a high Park Bar and grill. So uh, we're going to take a break right now. Uh, we'll be back in just a few. 919 uh, 860 You're attuned to Making Your Home Great on FM 98.5 and AM 680 WPTF at WPTF.com. Making Your Home Great, FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF. Well, that is our aim—to make your home great. We get the the great people to uh, do that with. Brock, let me ask you: uh, too soon to think about those high temperatures we had last year uh, in in August? Because this been just wacky. I mean, it's been 14 degrees one week; it's 80 the next. (laughs) I mean, I'm and the groundhog is tired of the winter. (laughs) He I said enough of that. Yeah. It's springtime for crying out loud. Uh, is it a good time to think about that?
2: I, I don't know what to expect this year. We are having a very unusual February. Um, it, it does point to it's going to be an early spring, which means an early summer. And mm-hmm. I would venture to say it's probably going to be another another hot one. So, no, it's it's definitely not early to, to have this stuff done. And, I, you know, we tell customers, if you wait until June, July, August, guess what? Everyone else waited until then, too. And we're six to eight weeks out before we can actually schedule the job at that point. So you mm-hmm. come to us in August and we're installing in October and the summer is over now. No, mm-hmm. you want to get ahead of the curve. February and, and, well, parts of March, the first week or so in March, or our slow season. There's not a lot of people doing insulation right now. Take advantage of it. I think you got a promo coming out for us here shortly. Yeah. We are offering a 20% discount on all services through the month of February and March. So now's the time to reach out and give us a call. We can get in pretty quickly, typically within 2 weeks, and now you are ready for summer. You're you're no longer getting those nasty bills this mm-hmm. year.
0: Yeah, and Rhonda, I know you get a lot of uh, people coming from out of the state, coming yes. into North Carolina. The figure now, this was from a, a, a moving company, about 5,000 people move in every month in the Triangle. Yes. Yeah. And they're not familiar exactly with Triangle Radiant Barrier and no. everything you do. So so just take a moment for, for the folks that are new to tell you the, kind of
2: the expanse of what you do. Well, for those who move, you know, down here from, from the north or up here from the south, we have crawl spaces <laughs> here,
3: in, <laughs> here in North Carolina. Like do that.
2: We don't have many slab foundation, and there are very few basements, which is what most of us are used to. Crawl spaces are a breeding ground for mold and bacteria. So typically you want to have those crawl spaces encapsulated or sealed and put some sort of conditioning down there to prevent mold growth. That's one of the items that we specialize in. On top of mold remediation, we do heavy mold remediation from small spot remediation all the way up to the heavy-duty dry ice blasting. Uh, And we are a full insulation company. So for the Southerners that move up here and think the winters are freezing, and for the Northerners that move down here and think the summers are insufferable, we have an insulation that's going to help kind of sway you back over to being comfortable.
3: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you
0: do
2: spray foam. We do. Um, what is in that spray foam? Well, it depends on the spray foam. Um, if you're having us insulate your attic space, we normally recommend going with an open cell foam. Uh, we use Carlisle as a manufacturer. They're kind of the, the tippy top of the mountain when it comes mm-hmm. to quality materials. Um, open cell spray foam is permeable. So it breathes. It doesn't Mm -hmm. trap moisture or cause condensation problems, which isn't an issue if we're we're in Arizona, Nevada, Mm -hmm. but in North Carolina, for those who are moving down here, we've got a relative humidity and moisture problem. Uh, that material is a two part mixture. So you mix it together and you spray all of it and it expands. Now you have to be out of the house 24 hours after it's completed. When spray foam is curating, there's off-gassing, and off-gassing is poisonous. So before you have spray foam done, know that you, the dog, the cat, the bird, everybody has to be out of the house 24 hours after completion. Once it's hardened, there's no more off-gassing, there's no more poison, you can go straight back home, and it's never going to run into a problem moving forward. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Um, So the closed cell, what's the difference between open cell and closed cell? What would be the application purposes of both? I'm I'm sure a lot of people would have questions about that. No, that's a good
2: question. So the only time we use closed cell is either A, in exterior facing walls or to encapsulate a crawl space because you don't want moisture and humidity passing through it. That's the point. All right. Um, now, closed cell has a higher R value per inch. So a lot of these builders say, "Well, let's just blow closed cell in the attic. You can get away, you know, passing code with five inches, so you don't have to fur out the rafters." Problem is, you develop a moisture issue within three years. Gotcha. By that time, that insulation company's long gone, the builder's long gone. You're on your own. So we don't do closed cell above living space uh, mm-hmm. to avoid that kind of problem.
1: Gotcha. So, open cell is used more more often. It's more... It should be. It should be. Mm-hmm. Okay.
2: Now, you got you need more depth. So, with open cell, you need 8.1 inches of depth. So, if the rafters are framed out with two by eights, you've got to firm out an inch right. anywhere there's a cathedral ceiling. And that's why a lot of these builders try to get away with doing closed cell. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. leaving you with an ongoing problem you're not even aware of yet.
1: Well, I haven't done one thing yet that we hadn't had to fire out those rafters.
2: So. <laughs> <No. Good. laughs> you are correct.
1: Yeah, It's like, why don't do they just do that to begin no. with around Rhonda here? Does, <laughs> Rhonda does
2: things correctly.
1: I'll <laughs> give her that.
2: Yeah, yeah. So, so that is opposed to the blown in. Blown in. Yeah, guys, when it, when we're talking about insulation, there's there's hundreds of different types of insulation from blown in, batted, attic cat, rock wool to high-grade radiant barriers to open and closed cell foam and all the different manufacturers that make those insulations. Mm-hmm. We do all of it. So whatever the homeowner is looking for, from foam board, spray foam, radiant barrier, attic cat, blown in, fiberglass... We can help.
1: Yep. What I love about Brock, he's he just went to one of my clients' houses. We're getting ready to do an attic. And, you know, he, he tells them all the options and all the pros, all the cons, you know, and will quote all the different ones, you know, so that mm-hmm. he, he educates the homeowner, That's which true. is very important. He's just not trying to sell the most expensive, you know, or do whatever. He, <laughs> he explains to each one so that the homeowner understands it, which I really like. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta, yeah. You gotta, I, yeah. I mean, folks, you,
0: you talked me. <laughs> you said uh, you really don't need any extra in, in, in my attic situation mm-hmm. because it was OK. I mean, I, I was invaded by uh, BATS. Yeah. Right, and right. uh <laughs> i didn't know what was going on there right. uh, but you know you gave me some good advice
2: yeah. I, I appreciate that no we don't i don't look at myself as a sales guy i've always kind of been more of an educator good
4: good all right i got a question for you ronda okay what kind of renovations can you do
1: pretty much everything you know um so you know i do minor you know Bathroom remodels, I can help the homeowner through that. Kitchen remodels, um I can help, you know, with the addicts and stuff like that. People want to, to fill those in. There's really not anything I can't do to help somebody, right? I mean, that's that's uh, your attitude <laughs> the real life. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Oh, okay. You know, so i often say, you know, I know enough just to be dangerous about every little thing, you know. Mm-hmm. So Brock is even kind of teaching me the insulation part, which I didn't know a whole lot about. So I'm learning that even along the way. Yeah. But um. It's pretty much anything. So, you know, furniture, window treatments, remodels, you know, I have cabinets. I have you know countertops I have plumbing I have you know lighting and rugs and carpet and flooring and everything you can think of mm-hmm. for the home I have
0: yeah mm-hmm. she she can swing a sledgehammer but she also has a, a construction team I do
1: I do yeah you know, when, so. when
2: Rhonda shows up at a job site she's got a lot of people behind her
3: yeah All right. <laughs> what, what, All right. was, what
2: was entertaining about this last uh, visit and, and you know Rhonda's 5'3 or 5'4 yeah. right so <laughs> she rings your doorbell you open the door and it's her and six or seven large contractors standing behind you <laughs> uh, you know here, he's the plumber he's the electrician he's the framer he's my insulation and guy and everybody
1: listen up this is what we're doing so that's
2: that's <laughs> why you bring Rhonda in she is the middle person she coordinates all of those contractors she designs everything it can be very overwhelming when you have a large project and you have to deal with ten different contractors mm-hmm. That's what she does the best. Yeah, mm-hmm. the, yeah. the team.
1: The, the team. Right. The team. She's yeah. a leader.
2: And, and, and from, from the ground up,
0: right? I mean, you, you love to work with architects to, to oh, kind of get involved in the whole project. The
1: architects and, and builders, you know, contractors, you know, when they're building a house from the ground up, I have several that, you know, recommend me to help, you know, through the process. You know, most builders, especially smaller builders who are more custom builders, they might not have a a team like a big company does. Mm -hmm. You know, these really big companies, they probably have in-house designers and, you know, all of that to help you. But I have a lot of custom builders that are just small. Maybe they do three, four, five houses a year, you know, that recommend me to the homeowner because they love it because it it helps the builder to keep the homeowner on track, Mm -hmm. you know, so they... They are like, please hire her. I'll I'll just give you thirty hours of her time, you know, for you to use her, you know, because it helps the builder. It helps him, you know, that everything is being picked out and it's going to be ready, so that it doesn't get him behind on the job. And then the homeowner's fussing at him when it really was the homeowner's fault because they didn't go pick out things when they needed to. That is very common,
0: right? Yeah, and it's also very comforting to the homeowner too because it's all turnkey, right? So you're making all these suggestions. And mm-hmm. say, well, let me tell you, get some bids from different people. So we really don't have to do that because right. I have these guys and mm-hmm. they can do it.
1: Right. So the, what do you want done? The misconception, I think, with homeowners sometimes, too, especially if they're doing a house from the ground up. Oh, I can do this. I have good taste. I, I can do this. I can do this. But there's a lot that goes into it. And and I'm not saying that they couldn't do it. But, you know, most of those people have full time jobs. You know, most of them have children. You know, they got you new know, ball games and soccer games and all mm-hmm. of that to go to. So I think, you you know, even if you are really good at it, if you think of a designer as, you know, that helper, you know, yeah. like a nanny for your children. This is going to be the nanny for helping you pick out all of these 10,000 things you've got to pick up, pick out. And I kind of keep it on track because people can get scattered. You know, they, they're like thinking about paint color. Right. And Lord, we hadn't even picked anything else. That paint color comes way on down the line. Mm-hmm. I'll be like, no, we're not going to talk about paint color. We're gonna, we got to pick cabinets first. And they'll go cabinets, and I'm like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. cabinets. You're gonna need that. Those. Are you gonna? That's what starts the whole house. Your cabinets and your countertops and your tile, your plumbing fixtures. That what determines the style of a house. And people want to start with paint. I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> uh uh-uh. Even no. even
2: location of electrical outlets. I yeah. mean. During construction, mm. you need to know kind of how you want your living room set up, your bedroom set exactly. up, where to put these outlets, how many of those outlets to put in that room. Wow. That's that's the design aspect. right?
1: Because an electrician is just going to mm. put on more code They're requires. They're going to say, oh, there's
2: three right. in this room. I'm going to put mm-hmm. one there, one there, one there. But now mm-hmm. none of them are easy to get to. You have to kind of turn the bed in a funny angle. Okay, so I know a lot of people think, well, I can do interior design. You guys are thinking about what couches and drapes. <laughs> yeah. You, you, yeah. You, Way can, ahead. you can pick your own couch and drapes, yeah. but when it comes when it comes to straight up design, you need a pro. Okay, well, we've got the pros in
0: for another half hour here on making your home great. We need you, nine one nine-eight six zero nine seven eight three. This is making your home great. <laughs> And we are back for another great half hour. This is Making Your Home Great. We have Rhonda Bendy Plumber from Help Me Rhonda Interiors and so much more. <laughs> uh, and Brock Emmons from Triangle Radiant Barrier. Uh, you had a question, uh, yeah. Rhonda?
1: Rhonda, how yeah.
4: can you help people live in their homes longer?
1: Oh, yeah. Agent in place is definitely a big thing these days, mainly because you've just to say you've got a family that, you know, they've been in a house for, you know, 20, 30 years. House is paid for. Right. And they are just like okay well maybe it's time to go to one of those 55 plus communities or something and we're going to downsize so there's not so much to take care of but you know it costs so much more that it doesn't make sense in other words it's more you know it's just not a good value you know for what they're thinking so they just want to stay in their house their kids are having a fit because they're moving you know and there's things they're going to do but you know then they have a problem the doors are too narrow Um, the masterpiece bedroom is upstairs uh, you know there's all types of things like that so when I have a client that's like that which like I said is a lot these days and I get a lot of calls for that first all I'll go and evaluate their house and see what we can do sometimes they have land you know maybe it's in their budget to build a master suite downstairs if it's one upstairs. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's a place to put an elevator just in case they need it one day. Right. You know, they might not need it now, but then that way they still can get upstairs if they need to. Maybe, you know, widening doors is really easy. You know, you just get my contractor in there and he widens the door, he reframes the door and, and does it. So there's a lot of things that you can do. I, I, I think that um, people get a little bit like, Anxious about it, thinking there's no way that we'll be able to live here if this happened or if this happened. But there is a way. I haven't been in a house yet that we hadn't figured it out. Nice. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I had a scary thing. I, I went for a me- medical exam, and I found out that I lost an inch and a half <laughs> in in height?
1: <laughs> in height. Oh my gosh! You're, you're shrinking in, already. It, it happens. I shrunk a half you know, an inch. So I you, get once,
0: you. Once you hit a senior age, mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. know what it is, but everybody is getting shorter oh, all yeah. my friends i'm yeah. upset
4: now because i'm turning 54 in a couple of days <laughs> i can't i can't stand to lose much much idea but
1: it happens, so just, but it yeah. happens yeah. and
0: and suddenly the, the cabinets are too high right. Uh, <laughs> and right. everything right?
1: right exactly you know so there's a way to upfit cabinets like maybe you don't want to do a whole kitchen remodel um you know i've got a guy that can come in and and you know put you know, pull out drawers or change them to drawers versus a base cabinet. There's just so many things that you can do, um, you know, to help to help people out. Maybe they have, like, this pantry that is just lots of times built-in closet pantries are useless if they're not designed correctly. Right, And maybe they can get, you know, ripped down and cabinet pantries put in because those are a whole lot more user-friendly and just more versatile, you know. Just tons of things. And it'll be a lot cheaper than that 1,800 square feet (laughs) downsize that costs twice as much. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) the mortgage. Yep. Or, or mortgage going, rates.
0: We're going to an assisted living yeah. type situation. Those with are thousands so thousands of dollars. It's just cheaper,
1: month. you know. Maybe they can't take care of the yard, you know. I even have a great yard guy, you know, that I recommend to people. You have a lot of people. I you just have recommend. a lot of people, you know, and so he's he's great. He's reasonable. He's fair. He shows up, you know. So you know, there's there's things that you can do for yeah, sure. Yeah. And I think it gives people their independence back. Yeah, you know, they they're already kind of concerned about it. It, their kids are concerned about it, and it just kind of gives them that independence yeah, completely
0: and, back. And there's some situations where people live in, in a four-bedroom house right. for 20 years, right, mm-hmm. and they don't need that much anymore. Right. So they're thinking of a new space, mm-hmm. and I imagine you can get builders to think about widening doors and all that. Absolutely. And, and, and here, here's the great thing. Barely noticeable. Right. I mean, uh, a lot of things are really barely noticeable We're talking just a couple inches just for convenience. Sake.
1: Right. You know, because some especially in older homes, the doorways are so small. You can't even really get like a wheelchair mm. or you almost some of them have to go sideways to even get a good walker or something mm-hmm. through. You know, so just widening doors are is a huge thing. And then, you know, bathroom upfits. you know, sometimes especially in older homes, the bathrooms are really small, mm-hmm. you know, but maybe there's a closet beside of that bathroom, and we can just make that bathroom a little bigger, you know, right. to make it more handicap-accessible. Um, but just those types of things, there's a lot. I'm not saying it's free, and I'm not saying no. it's cheap, <laughs> but it's doable. But it's necessary. you know. And a lot of people, you know, that age, you know, they've been in a house, you know, it's a sentimental thing. They yeah. really want to stay there. I mean, I've had people, you know, moving out of their house, and like, it was just like I'd cry right with them because they were crying because they had to leave their home that their kids grew up in and they had grandbabies there. you know. So this gives them all of that back, and yeah. it, it's very doable. Yeah. And, 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 and peace and,
4: of
0: mind. Yes. Yeah, and yeah. Brock, you can help folks stay comfortable in their homes. A lot of folks are living in these homes, and it's kind of drafty, and it doesn't have to be that way. There's some improvements you can make. Besides uh, things they typically think of, maybe windows and, and uh, I don't know, uh,
2: more hardy plank on the outside. I mean, the different things you can do. Oh, it's it's, it's very easy to, to go into an existing home and improve the environment, whether that's with new HVAC doors and windows insulation. But, you know, we talk about this aging in place. and. The way mortgage rates have gotten at this point, everything is so expensive. Uh, a four hundred thousand dollar house and at a two thousand dollar mortgage is now a four thousand dollar mortgage it's it's gotten insane. Right. Mm-hmm. so people are doing attic conversions or they're building an addition on the back of their house they're they're adding square footage. Um, because it ends up not only being cheaper, but it's less hassle, believe it or not, having to sell your property, load up all your items, and move to a house that's just a little bit bigger. When you could have just renovated a section of the attic or did an addition on the back of the home, and you're going to actually end up saving money.
1: And added value.
2: And add the value to the property. That's the
1: thing I try to tell people, you know, when you're – Adding square footage when you're renovating a kitchen or a bathroom, every penny you put in it, you're gonna get it back if you had to sell that house the next day. Mm-hmm. I mean, seriously, you are gonna get that back.
0: Yeah, I mean you know? that, that could even start with the front door.
1: Uh, exactly, you know. So any any value you put in your house, you're typically gonna get it back. Not everything.
0: 919-860-9783 hey we're missing you join the conversation you have a question for any of our hosts today uh brock Emmons from triangle radiant barrier or ronda Benvy plumber from help me to interiors uh you can you can help with so many things uh, but you know people say i need curb appeal right, right. Mm-hmm. So, so isn't that typically what what they want they want the home to very inviting to step into yeah like
1: what can I do on the outside of my house I hate the way it looks I hate the way it looks what can I do boy you you just can't imagine paint goes a long way um, some people get too much going on on the outside of the house. You know, so have you ever went by a house and they had brick, they had stone and had about three or four paint colors, <laughs> right? You know what I mean? Yeah. That, <laughs> you don't know what to look at. Yeah. That's a not a good-looking house. I mean, I'm sorry if I'm offending anybody out there. But in other words, it, it doesn't. it's not cohesive. So when you look at a house and you notice the house and not – the paint or the stone or the brick, that's when you know you have it right. The, the colors are all blending together, you know, that the stone matches the brick. And then that tones of the paint colors all go with that. Like when I'm building a house from the ground up and a builder wants me to pick a house color before they put the stone up, I'm right. like, nope, not doing it. I, I need to see the stone. I need to make sure that paint color is going to go with that stone, and and they'll go. Well, it's so and so stone. I'm like, yeah, but sometimes that has a little bit more red in it. Sometimes mm-hmm. it has more gray in it. Sometimes you know, it's a natural substance, so you don't know what you're getting. And it's it's also, even the roof, yes, yeah, roof
2: color,
0: right? It's also the setting too, because if mm-hmm. you have a uh, northern exposure versus a southern exposure it's going to look different than it looked in the parking lot right <laughs>
1: exactly you right. know so paint so color things things i mean like sun and all of that all all the different sun levels of the house is going to change the color for sure you know so a door to me is like a big big thing you know i've i've been to houses before the house looked good but the door was beat up like paint your door you know just paint it keep it up if it's wood make sure to nourish it you know wood needs oil you know, so if you if you have a solid wood door, then a little bit of mineral oil will go a long, mm. long way. You know, you need to do it often. It needs moisture, so that it keeps its fire. We have you know high, high sun heat here, and if your door is getting beat up, put some mineral oil on it. It will definitely help it. It just needs that. It, it's think about dry skin, right. you mm. know, that's kind of how you have to think about wood. Like if you dry skin and you never put any lotion on it, that's what's going to happen to your door. That's rough. Yeah, mm. uh, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, so mineral oil is like lotion to dry skin. Mm. Um, you know, just what you use on your cutting boards. I mean, it's what I've used on no. mine. You know, it's, it's great stuff.
0: Yeah. Any trends <laughs> that you see? uh, As we go toward, uh, you know, deeper into 24, Mm. uh, some things that you see expanding?
1: Lord, I think trends are all over the place right now. Like when I go to market, it's just like, okay, which, I wonder if which client is going to like these 10,000 different things that are going on. It's it's very, still very neutral. I think with pops of color is probably the the biggest trend. I see um, a lot of florals coming in like in wallpapers almost like if y'all know what waverly is that waverly look is kind of Mm -hmm. coming back from the 80s 90s which i'm just kind of shocked about um but it's an updated version of it um wallpaper is still very in uh accent walls are Going out a little bit, unless it's like wallpaper or a wood treatment, but right. just painting one mm-hmm. wall is kind of going out, but still being done. Um, I'm always the type of designer, do what you love. It's your house. That's right. You know, do what you love.
4: I'm just blown away by all the things that can be done yeah. to a house. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I'm a homeowner, but I'm just, you know... I tell uh, you, I'm in dangerous ground being around you phone. I, I tell
3: you well, what.
2: Think, think about interior doors. Most yeah. of us have six-panel right. interior doors. Mm-hmm. If you Turn, if you're listening to the radio right yeah. now, look at the door going into your bedroom or out into the hallway. Most of them are six-panel doors. Those are the most common. Mm-hmm. Change doors. Uh, Those are not expensive. You can get two-panel doors or three-panel doors that look really nice and modern, Mm -hmm. change the doors on the inside of the house and the whole inside of the house has a different feel to it Mm -hmm. there's little things that can happen that can really change the way you look at the home
0: yeah you need some advice the experts are here on making your home great call 919-860-9783 next one gets a 25 dollar gift certificate from high park bar and grill please join us this is making your home great
5: Hi, this is Laura at Hollingsworth Auto Sales. We are a locally owned and family run business on Capitol Boulevard where we've been buying and selling cars for almost 40 years. Go to our website at hollingsworthauto.net or give us a call at 872 2525.
2: Kinetics patient Robert Patterson, a veteran and business owner, struggled at work and in the gym with chronic, agonizing
4: shoulder pain.
2: Those injuries just continue to nag, and if you don't treat them, they just get worse. And I just kind of abused my body for for a long time and it finally had said enough is enough. That's okay because QC Kinetics tells your pain, hey, enough is enough. Their regenerative treatments bring you relief by helping restore and repair damaged tissue with no drugs, no downtime, and best of all, no surgery. I was able to exceed the goals that I had previously attained in the gym. It was absolutely worth its weight in gold so I could continue to live life without limitation. Ready to get lasting relief from your joint pain? Call QC Kinetics to learn more about how natural biologic treatments can get you
4: lasting results. Call now. It's a free consultation. Call QC Kinetics 919-400-5473 That's 919-400-5473 In Cary, Clayton, Raleigh, and Wake Forest, 919- 400-5473 It's your friend John Champion. The weekend is here. It's time to play a new game and win some cash. The playoffs are done, but it's not long till the big game, and you can play along and get right in on the action on Underdog Fantasy. Select higher or lower on player stats, and if your picks hit, you can win up to 100 times your money in one single night. It's legal in North Carolina and so much fun to play. So many different games and ways to play. All kinds of sports offered. I love it. Get in the game now. Go to their easy-to-use mobile app or to underdogfantasy.com. Sign yourself up with promo code CHAMPION. And Underdog will match your first deposit up to $100. Then you're ready for the big game. Plus, they'll give you a special pick of higher than 5 tenths total yards to use on your first pick entry. That's underdog fantasy, promo code champion, to get your first deposit of $10 or more, up to $100 matched. Plus, your special pick must be 18 and over and present in a state where underdog fantasy operates. Terms apply. Concerned with your play? Call 800-GAMBLER or visit ncpgambling.org.
6: This is Dale Nichols at Pipe Tech's Plumbing. We have the best technology in the business and the top people in the field. Call Pipe Text to service your plumbing repair needs. 919 293
3: 1221
0: Welcome back. We got one more segment here with Rhonda Ben V Plumber from Help Me Rhonda Interiors. We were talking about... Uh, about flat screen TVs. Yeah, talk a so lot me of folks now. don't like the look of flat screen TVs. Yeah, I Guys really, don't I, care.
4: I really <laughs> love them if they're huge. They've yeah. got to be huge. But flat screens over the fireplace, what do you think of those?
1: So I've never, ever been a fan of it, especially in smaller rooms, just because of the way you have to hold your head to even look at it sometimes. I don't know about y'all, but I'm getting old, and if I have to tilt my head back too much, it hurts my neck. But um, they sometimes in particular rooms, it's about the only place to put it, especially in rooms that have so many windows and everything. So you've got that. The new um, flat screens that look like a frame and a picture are just really – more attractive looking they're very thin they're framed you know it has on a rotating thing different pictures you can put up and it looks exactly like you've got artwork above the above the uh, fireplace versus a tv so it is that's really nice it made me like be okay i'm gonna chill out about a little bit about it (laughs) but it's um you know i think when you do put a tv up there you need to think about you know sit a you know, if you don't have any furniture in your living room or whatever, take a chair out of your dining room and sit in it and look at how you would look at the TV. See how you know your your neck's going to be, you know, what of that? Because it is important.
4: Yeah, some right? of these, some of these movies can get long. <laughs> they get long, and um, you know,
1: some depending on the height of the ceilings and so forth. Some of the mantles are really high, so it's going to put the TV really high. Now they do have these really cool mounts these days. Mm-hmm. Where you can mount the TV and it literally will pull all the way out and it will bypass the mantle and go all the way down. So you could get it at any level you want. So that's my kind of mount. Because that way it gets it at a, a level that you do not have to crank your neck back. Right. So, those are really cool, too. That's awesome. Yeah.
0: And s- some of the other things you could do uh, about the interior, because um, uh, sometimes I am told to go to the other room, and I have the flat screen TV in front of a window, so I get, like, super glare situations. Right. What can you help with people that have glare situations? Are there spe- special shutters and uh, different things you can do? Blackout shades or Yeah,
1: exactly. Blackout shades, blackout curtains, you know, anything like that. Especially in like a theater type room, you know, where you want it to be really dark. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've got all the blackout things that she would need to make it totally dark like a movie theater. You know, so it depends on the, you know, the situations. Some people have like this crazy glare that'll come in. Yeah. You know, solar shades are really good for that. Um, if you don't want to literally block your view, but you need to cut down on glare, the solar shades are really hard to beat because they really cut the UVA, UVB um, thing coming in. Think about like the what do they call those sunglasses that cut the glare? What are they called? I don't remember anyway like a oh, blue
0: blockers yeah something yeah.
1: like that that's kind of how that shade acts it just cuts down that bad glare the sunlight's still coming through but you don't have the glare anymore which is really a good that's thing. nice yeah yeah and you can still see out yeah you know and
0: i don't know it just seems we're getting so so lazy we have a remote for <laughs> we have a remote for everything yes oh, we yeah. do
3: for the even, shutters even the,
1: the shades i'm talking oh, about yeah. We've well, yeah, on shot- those. <laughs> <laughs> yes true you don't have to yes. leave yeah. it, it'd be long before you know you just be able to press the button and somebody go to the refrigerator for you and get something out and you I, just sit right there i need bad. that one can tell I'm I'm you
4: what <laughs> those are kids so uh, wait a second so they have that
3: yeah
0: I mean, uh, some people uh, have situations where a sun comes in and they're working like nine to five. Right. Uh, do they have any kind of like a time situation where they would close during certain hours and open?
1: Absolutely. So there's, the shades can be hooked to like Alexa. You know, they can really? be hooked to your phone and you can do, you know, say, OK, at this date, time, open them at this time, close them. Yep. It's all just so, a lot of technology.
2: (laughs) Whoa, amazing. Even even the Skylights that RoofWorks installs, not only do those, you know, those come with uh, remotes that you can open and close. And even Holly has said on the show that you can set them up to run on a timer. Mm -hmm. So they open at a certain time of the day and close at another. Mm -hmm. So everything, it's all all technology at this point. They Mm -hmm. talk about these smart houses and and Mm -hmm. everything that you can do. You don't have to do it. But there are the products out there that if you wanted to do it, they exist. Everything. Yeah, thermostats, yeah. everything.
3: Yeah. <laughs> one thing, um,
0: one thing you put on my house. Um, I have a pull down stair type right. situation, uh-huh. and it was like, like
2: seven feet from, away the, thermostat. from the thermostat. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. 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 Why, why is that bad? Uh you know most most customers, uh, most homeowners. Excuse me, uh, their thermostat is typically does not have sensors throughout the house. Now they do make those, but they're not overly common. So your standard thermostat that's mounted to the wall, it only knows the temperature of the location in which it's mounted. So if you have one thermostat in the house and it happens to be in a hallway and above that, you have an entry to your attic, you've got a big uninsulated hole in the ceiling and and those hallways are typically warmer than the rest of the house. So that air conditioner is running and running and running and running, trying to cool down that hallway, and it's never going to happen. So you have these higher utility bills. We figured out many years ago, if you install a zipper door cover, if your thermostat is in that location, just that one small item is enough to make a pretty measurable impact on utility usage.
0: Yeah. I mean, I didn't even think about it.
2: And, and I'm sure it happens. Builders don't think about it either, but you know, they don't live in the house after it's been built, so right. it's a common thing we run into.
1: Another popular thing You know, that would handle that, too, that's becoming very popular around here is mini-splits. Yes. Mini-split systems versus, you know, a whole HVAC, you know, putting the mini-splits in. And from what I understand about that and talking to my HVAC guy is that it takes half the electricity to run those versus, you know, a regular. And if one breaks down, you don't have to replace a whole $15,000, you know, system. You just have to replace... You know the one, and so, and then you don't have to let's just say you have you're one of those people who are aging in place, mm-hmm. right? right? And you know, they don't use half of their house, then guess what? We're right. not heating and cooling that part of the house. You have to keep it, from what I understand, at a certain temperature, obviously, so you don't want to mm-hmm. get mold, mildew, or anything like that going. But you don't have to keep if you want to keep your house at 70 you know, in the summer in those rooms that you're mostly in, then you could keep it at like 75, 76 in the rooms you don't use mm-hmm. and it's going to cut your utility bill in half.
2: Yeah, it's a big one. We, we actually are working with a homeowner right now that's doing a full attic conversion and that's one of the first questions I asked when I got up there was, are you tying into your existing HVAC mm-hmm. to heat and cool this space? Or are you doing a separate system? Mm-hmm. And he said, well, the HVAC we have is not big enough to accommodate this new square footage. So they're having to install a new system, which he had been quoted like $17,000 to have this thing put in. Mm-hmm. Oh. Now this addition he was doing was a large game room. So it was a singular room right. with a closet here and there. And I said, well, put in a mini split, man. You, it's." it's it's going to do the exact same thing, but you're not having to replace this entire unit. You're just doing a mini split for this this addition. Mm-hmm. That installed was like five grand, right. so I ended up saving him like twelve thousand dollars. And and he loves it. Right. It wow. works great.
1: They work great. It's a mm-hmm. it heat and cool? heat and cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow.
2: Yeah, and as long as you don't go with a cheap off brand, right? There's a few cheap ones out there that can get you into trouble. Uh, but as long as you guys do your due diligence and research. Some of these newer, higher quality mini splits, I mean, you're getting a decade of life out of these units, which is very close to what you get out of the larger ones. Mm-hmm.
1: And they can be added on to. So that's right. Like the one that I'm getting ready to do in the attic, they're going to go with a mini split and they know that their other system is probably on its last leg. So when that goes out, they're probably going to do mini splits in the rest of the house as well. Um it's a it's something, I think, newer around here. Like, we haven't seen that a whole lot here, but it's getting here for sure.
2: Yeah, you can control which rooms in the house are, are getting air and which ones are not. Yeah. You, you don't have to have the whole house at 70 degrees. Mm-hmm. You can have the living room, the kitchen, the master, mm-hmm. if that's where you're spending most of your time, because you're running these units separately. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it, it does definitely make an impact on utility usage, a, a very large impact.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, th- th- that's why it's great for someone like you because you have awareness of, of all those issues. I mean, uh, if somebody just wants to call you and just say, Rhonda, I need help. I don't know where to go. Do you do, you do- consultations just yes. showing up at the house and, and yes. how does that work so they would what just, do they need to know before
1: right in other words if if they're just like anything that you can think of for house and they're just like i'm lost i don't know what to do um then you can call my office at 919-263-9054 and you can set up an appointment with me and i can come over for a consult i charge a design fee and you know we talk about what your needs are And so that way, I see the space. I listen to what your needs are, and I can guide you in the right direction.
0: Mm -hmm. Even if it's like somebody's favorite chair, exactly, is right right here, right? And 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 they say we don't like it because we run into that chair every time we go to the kitchen, right? Right? It could
1: be minor as as they can be, you know. But I always say that. I don't think I've ever had a client to tell me that my fee wasn't worth it. Mm -hmm. You know, in the end, it helps you from not making mistakes. It helps you, you know, like. That furniture that you thought was going to fit in your living room when you went to the store, and then you mm-hmm. get it there, and oh my gosh, it's way too big. <laughs> that will not happen with me.
0: Okay, give out right. your number again.
1: 919-263-9054.
0: And help me run to interiors.com. Yeah. And, and Brock, you could do the same, showing up and, and answering some questions about homeowners and their comfort.
2: Oh yeah, that's easy. That's what we're here for. Reach out to us at TriangleRadiantBarrier.com. Okay, well,
0: it's been uh, great having you on. Uh, uh, John, you going to stick another hour? I'm going to hang with you. Brock, you're still in the chair there. So uh, we've got another hour. Uh, We are with Jeff Hastings from Burke Brothers Hardware. In the next hour, he can talk about anything. So uh, he is here, and uh, thank you for joining us. From home repair to remodeling, this is making your home great. Well, hi there. Yeah. Mike back with you. Uh, Dave Alexander out this week. He guaranteed me he's going to be in next week. So uh, we're thinking about you, Dave, here. We've got uh, some of our regulars here. Jeff Hastings from Burke Brothers Hardware and uh, Brock Emmons from Triangle Radiant Barrier sitting in for a few minutes here. So, uh, guys, how's it going? How's it going? Uh, let's talk about the... Uh, the, the fluctuation of
6: temperatures, it must be crazy at Burke Brothers. It is. We're starting to get a lot of people that uh, are looking to buy vegetable plants already. <laughs> uh, which is okay, because that means we get to sell them twice. <laughs> uh, but I, I warn them that, you know. They won't just because, survive. Just because uh, Pux, Puxatani Phil saw his shadow, and he says there's <laughs> no more spring, I'm not so sure about that.
0: Well, it's, it's crazy. Around my mailbox, they got the crocuses getting, right. like. Creeping up, right? right. And uh, my wife is just throwing mulch on them, <laughs> trying to keep them uh, happy. Uh, what can you do about those things? Because uh, they're going to come up, and w- when's typically the last freeze? I mean, I know you don't have April a crystal 15th. ball. But no, April
6: 15th. April 15th. is uh, That's when it's safe. All frost is safe in this zone is April 15th. Okay. Uh, and I look at things more rather than a day on the calendar. I always gauge what we need to do by events in the year. And April 15th is tax day. Mm-hmm. It just happens to be the last frost date for our zone. Yeah.
0: And, I, I you know, I, I see some of these grass
6: services out there now. And what are they doing? They're putting out a pre-emergent. So they're putting out a crabgrass pre-emergent. It'll last for about 90 to 120 days. And so you want to get that out before that crabgrass even starts to think about coming out. Uh, so they're doing that, and they're doing some of the early fertilization, mm-hmm. uh, something that's a little bit higher in phosphorus and potassium mm-hmm. for root development for the fescue lawns. Mm-hmm. Hopefully on warm season grasses, they're doing nothing but putting out a pre-emergent.
2: Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm glad Jeff is here today because I completely I forgot I need to actually start putting out the pre-emergent. So I, I'll probably be visiting you guys here this yeah. week to go ahead and load up. Yeah.
0: When do we fertilize our our, our fescue
6: uh, I don't want to do that before uh, again April fifteenth roughly really is not uh, you know because i you don't want to encourage a whole lot of new growth early on and then have a hard freeze come in before April fifteenth yeah. because that freeze will kill a lot of the tender young grass that's coming up mm. and and potentially you'll get more fungus problems later on with that dead grass that that is very mushy out there. Oh. Uh, when we start to get a little bit later into May, any of that residual that's out there with the warm summer nights so we can get you can get a lot of uh, you know issues with your with your fescue later on. So mm-hmm. my my suggestion is just sort of hurry up and wait. Yeah. You know, it's <laughs> you know, crabgrass pre-emergent fine. You, know, you put it on. I recommend doing that before or around Valentine's Day. Okay. Uh, okay. February 14th. Uh, Outside of that, you'll want to put it back down around July 4th -hmm. because, again, that crabgrass pre-emergent lasts about 90 to 120 days. So you get from Valentine's Day to that end of June, 1st of July, and you put another application down, and that'll take you all the way until the end of the season.
0: Right, right nine one nine eight six zero nine seven eight three we are taking your calls for Jeff Hastings from Burke Brothers Hardware and Brock Evans from Triangle Radium Barrier. The next caller also receives a 25 dollar gift certificate from Burke Brothers Hardware not from Burke Brothers Hardware from us, but we could talk about uh you know, we actually have a question here from Lynn. Uh, Lynn from Raleigh, welcome to making your home great.:
7: Thanks
5: thanks. We uh moved into a home and crepe myrtles had a lot of aphids and they've ripped honeydew all over our deck. Now we've got, taken care of crepe myrtles. We actually wound up cutting them down. They'd just gotten too large for where they were. Here's my question. The deck had been painted right before we moved in this house. It's about twenty years old, but great great wood, great paint. The honeydew residue, does that stain? Because we have Clorox in case there's mold and we have used professional deck cleaning uh, with power washing three times already and, and still have kind of a, a gray look and splotches where the honeydew drips. Um, is that something that we need to treat again before we paint this spring? or what, What's your thought? I don't want mold growing through my new paint, but I'm not sure anymore that it's a honeydew mold. I'm thinking it might be a stain in the paint.
6: It, it probably is, depending on what, what application they put down on and what type, of, uh, what type of stain they ended up putting up on the deck. Then if it was a, if it was a latex stain that, that might be not top quality, then yes, it could just be some staining that's gotten into the paint and whatnot. Uh, I would recommend coming out about seven to ten days before you repaint it and treating it one more time. Because okay. the problem we have, like right now, last night we had a freeze, a little bit of a freeze. And I looked out, and I, I get up pretty early taking care of my horses and cows. And there was enough frost that what happens is you're, you're getting some condensation and frost at night. And before it has a chance to dry up in the morning with the cool temperatures, you just run a risk. And so it's not guaranteed, but as, as a safety barrier... Yes, I'd go out and treat it one more time, about seven to ten days. That way you're giving the deck plenty of time to, to dry off before you put down that next layer of paint. Okay. Or stain. Okay,
5: great. okay, that makes sense. Okay, well, I appreciate your help. Thanks so much.
6: Yes, ma'am. Thank yeah. you. And you have what she uh, needs. Yeah, you need where? any more help that you need or, or when it gets closer to that time, don't hesitate to come see us over on Hillsborough Street. Okay. Okay, right. sounds right. good. Uh, th- Lynn. Oh, hold on. Yeah, you are a winner. Uh, we have a, a
0: twenty-five-dollar gift certificate from High Park Bar and Grill. Enjoy what? that, and we'll tell you how You're to right. h- how to get that uh, here at our office. All right. Well, Brock, she, she brought up that M-word. Uh, yeah, mold. Right. Uh, something that uh, most people kind of are embarrassed that they may
2: have it, but they probably do it's it's interesting how how people react when when they do or do not have mold uh yeah sometimes they are they're embarrassed by it and you know i always laugh and say yeah it's north carolina every every house here has mold somewhere so mm-hmm. it's just about making sure to get that problem corrected before it starts to actually eat the wood mm-hmm. unfortunately that's what mold does it consumes whatever it is it's growing on now the the problem that she has believe it or not is is fairly common oddly yeah. enough uh, we get phone calls pretty regularly to have us come out and dry ice blast customers' porches, the wood out there. Because when you use dry ice, it's so abrasive. It not only kills all the mold and the growth, but it actually takes the paint off of the wood. That's that's how abrasive it is when it comes out. So all the wood is it looks virgin when we're done with it. It's all perfectly clean.
0: Oh, it's amazing.
2: And now you can yeah. turn around and, and prep the wood and do everything you need to do to put a new fresh coat of paint down. And not be worried. One of the questions I was going to ask is, what is she treating it with? Mm. Um, Those are pretty important. But if she's still listening, after you treat it, you could also try to find somebody to come out and do a little bit of sandblasting. The sandblasting does not kill mold. It's baking soda, essentially soda blasting. Uh, But if you treat it properly, you can then use a baking soda blaster, and that'll take all the coloring and any remaining mold that's embedded in the wood out uh, kind of like dry ice, and now you've got a new surface that you can you can prep properly and, and lay down some good product. Nine
0: one nine eight six zero nine seven eight three. This is uh, making your home great. If you have any questions, uh, we have the experts here for us. We're, we're talking about um, uh, not putting fertilizers down and things like that in the landscape. Uh, what other mistakes are people making? right now, other uh, uh, than uh,
6: the grass? Well, they, you know, again, because it's <clears throat> 65 degrees or, or whatever it is outside today in the sun, it's a nice day mm-hmm. to be outside. Mm-hmm. Uh, you just don't want to plant anything right now, uh, you know, because it's just, you can do some of, the, some of the fall bulbs that you might not have gotten to last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not too late necessarily to put those in the ground uh, but you just want to you just want to walk around the room, walk around the yard. Uh, if you want to put some lime out, if you've got a fescue yard, you want to put some lime out. That's fine. Lime is good any time of the year. It takes about three months to get fully incorporated in the soil. But you sort of want to walk around with a notepad or or your laptop and make notes of of what you want to pay attention to. Mm-hmm come late March or early April Mm -hmm. uh, and start to plan ahead for that sort of stuff. If you want to mulch some stuff in, you know, given the weather we had over the last 10 days, if something was going to freeze, it froze last weekend when it was, or weekend before last, whichever, Mm -hmm. when it got Mm -hmm. down to 20 degrees. So walk around and just sort of get a to-do list and then go back and sort of prioritize what's most important to you. Um, You know, is, is it your front yard? I did the same thing this morning uh, we've got about two thirds of an acre of a perennial garden at at our house, mm-hmm. and so a lot of it was walking around saying, "Okay, I know I've got some Bermuda in there. I'm gonna rake that Bermuda out as soon as I as soon as I get a good day, and then start working on pulling that pre, pulling the Bermuda out or treating that in the perennial garden. There's some lambs here mm-hmm. I've got that I need to divide. Mm-hmm. Uh so what what do you want to do later on and when the weather breaks just a little bit you've got a you've got a clear window, you're all set with a to do list and you're not trying to figure out where to start.
3: Right? Yeah,
0: yeah. Um for Christmas, one of our neighbors gave us uh amaryllis. Yes Is sir. Is that what it was called? Amaryllis, yes it, sir. Craziest thing. You don't water it. No. Ever? You, you know you just turn it. Really? <laughs> and it, it grows in this Kind of wax ball, but it's now coming up. Um, and uh, when's when's it safe to put in bulbs and things like that? It's still after April fifteenth. Well, the,
6: the spring the spring blooming bulbs like daffodils, crocuses, uh, mm-hmm. hyacinths, those sort of things, tulips. You really wanted to put those about out, put those in the ground last October, November. Uh-huh. Uh However, being North Carolina, like Brock said you know we're going to have some warm and cool days yeah if you still find some out that you can buy or you still have some that you had not put out it's still safe to put those out you might not get a huge nice bloom this year but in 25 you'll get a nice bloom because you're you're you know rather than just throwing them away
3: yeah
6: uh the summer blooming bulbs it's best to put those out after april 15th okay in that last freeze Okay.
0: All right. All right. Hey, we're getting the advice sure. here. Uh, you're Not just a hardware guy. I mean, you went to NC State and That's right. got a degree in this stuff. That's, That's what right. I'm
6: screaming. Um, and, and one of the things that, that people get anxious about is if you go to some of the big box stores, uh, I haven't been to one this week, so can't speak to it this year necessarily, but you'll see them come out with rose bushes and grapevines and <laughs> of, all the stuff that, that is fine, yep. and it's okay to buy those things. Go ahead and buy them before they get picked over, but make sure you're watering them just a little bit and keep them inside, again, until that April 15th date, and then feel free to put them out at your leisure. Uh, You know, whatever the recommendations are for sun and shade... Uh, and then come see us for fertilization needs. All
0: right. He's got all the answers here for you. All right. We've got him here uh, for the whole hour. Jeff Hastings from Burt Brothers Hardware. John Champion along with me. Brock Emmons mm-hmm. from Triangle Radiant Barrier along for a few more minutes. This is Making Your Home Great on FM 98.5 and AM 680, WPTF and WPTF.com. All of those. we are back with our experts here on making your home great just missing you nine one nine eight six zero nine seven eight three.
4: john you had a question about something brock does yeah brock uh about crawl spaces
2: should we encapsulate or leave it be what, what do you think well it depends on on what you're trying to achieve you know, anytime I come out to a homeowner's house, I ask them, what kind of problems are you having or what kind of problems are you worried about having? Mm-hmm. I try to address customers' concerns. Now, if I get into a crawl space and it's just absolutely riddled with mold, it's it's pretty evident there's a high relative humidity problem down there. So I tor- typically try to guide them uh, to certain types of material that will not only help to combat that, but even potentially prevent it in the future. Some crawl spaces, every once in a while, I get down there, and, you know, there's seven feet. You can walk around underneath the house, and there's very little mold. But the homeowner is is more concerned with being able to utilize the space for storage, and they don't want a vapor barrier on the ground that tears very easily. So I spend time and focus on the different plastics that we offer that can help with the storage. So for me, it's about addressing the customer's concern. I'm not going to waste time trying to sell them something that they might not be interested in. I'm going to focus on, on whatever it is that, that they feel is important to them. Uh, now, in my personal opinion, encapsulating a crawl space is much more beneficial to the home than uh, leaving it ventilated. When you encapsulate a crawl space, that's a capital gain improvement, so we actually uh, provide you with a capital gain affidavit. It actually increases the value of the property. So I can pretty confidently say it's a, it's a good idea to have done if you have the income to have it done um, and, and utilize uh, potential tax breaks and even utilize the increased value in the home. In most cases, the the value of the home goes up more than you spent to have the work done in the first place. So... For me, it's always been a very good investment, not just for the resale value, but also protecting your home from mold growth and fungal growth.
0: Yeah, it's yes. a nice environment down there. Um, you did sort of a half encapsulation for me. You go down, it's a big white room, and there's no bugs anymore.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, bugs are a big thing yeah. in crawl spaces. Mike's, Mike's crawl space is fairly tall. Um, there was very little mold uh, uh to run into down there so what we focused on in mike's was sealing the vents putting down a, a good high quality plastic and i believe we did a dehumidifier down mm-hmm. there yeah yeah um and he did not need full encapsulation it, it, it worked uh, for his space i think he went with the better option and was able to save himself thousands of dollars instead of encapsulating it so that's that and i you know, treat Mike just how I treat all my customers. I'm not there to sell you everything. I'm there to sell you what you need.
0: Yeah, yeah. But you also have developed a way to make the encapsulation more affordable for folks. Let's talk
2: about that. So for years and years and years, we've all heard the horror stories of what these companies will charge to come in and do encapsulation. And I'm not going to throw any names out there, but some of the bigger companies here in the area, you know, their average price is between 15 and 20,000 dollars. Uh, our average crawl space is somewhere between, I don't know, five and eight thousand to have done it's definitely not cheap you know no I'm, I'm not looking at anybody and saying this is cheap to have it you know eight eight grand eight grand's eight grand but it's not 20 and if it's done properly it's going to work really really well and your home is going to feel nicer your indoor air quality is going to be greatly improved and when we're preventing any moisture and, and mold and bacterial damage to underneath the house, and trust me, any, anyone who's ever sold a home knows as soon as you have an inspector come out there, the first place he goes is under the house. It's where your HVAC duct work, your plumbing, your electrical, there's insulation down there. So if it's clean as a whistle, mm. there's no mold growth, and the humidity is really low, he's down there 10 minutes. He comes out, and he's like, Perfect you're able to sell the house. He runs into problems. There's a bunch of mold down there. Now the person wanting to buy the property wants to pay you ten grand less because they have to remediate all this mold. So it turns into a negotiation. Um, you don't want to run through that. You want everything to run smoothly. You don't want a leak that's uh, a roof that's leaking when you're trying to sell the house. So it's 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 all across the board. You want to make sure the house in good shape.
0: 919-860-9783. Uh, we're, we're inside, and it's uh, nice and cozy today. A uh, good time to do some uh, s- some projects. Right, oh, John? Yeah,
4: yeah. And Jeff, I uh, hear you have some uh, Benjamin Moore paints.
6: Just a little bit. Uh, yeah, we <laughs> got think, a, we've I got th- a full line of, of interior and exterior more paints, uh, as well as outdoor stains for the deck and siding, if necessary.
4: Oh, yeah. I need all that stuff for the deck. I tell you what. Boy.
6: That's fine. We, you know, again, I don't want to do anything to the deck right now, but <laughs> uh, I'd wait, you know, and I think Brock would agree, sort of wait until you get to that late April, early May time frame to, to start doing that because of the freeze-thaw issues. Gotcha. But mm-hmm. uh, come time to do all that stuff, uh, we've been a Benmore dealer for about two years now, uh, and don't regret it. Uh, it's a great paint. It's a great quality paint. And anybody that's sitting there looking at at, at paint, you don't want to look at paint based specifically just on price. Right. Hmm. Um, it's all about what I say. It's all about the stuff that stays on the wall. And if you look at an inexpensive paint, uh, you you go and you pick it up. Water weighs seven pounds per gallon. <laughs> yeah, and you look at that paint, and you pick up a gallon of paint, and it weighs seven point six or seven point eight gallons. Mm. Seven seven gallon. I mean, seven pounds of that is going off the wall within the first twenty four to thirty six hours, and that's where, where Ben Moore. When you pick it up, it's about twelve to fourteen pounds per gallon of paint. Yeah, wow. and so it's all about the solids that are in the paint, uh, all about the the adhesion to the wall. And that's what's gonna matter ten years from now, twenty years from now, where and and you get a one coat coverage. So if you go with an inexpensive paint, that's fine. You're mm-hmm. gonna spend two gallons or three gallons where a bin more paint, you're spending one gallon. You're spending less time, it's a more efficient product. Uh, and and the color lock technology that they have is you can go back ten years from now. Uh, after you you know let 's say you 're a, a sort of a starter type house or whatnot, and you 've got young kids
3: yeah
6: and you 're coming back eight years from now, ten years from now when they 've grown up, and you 're wanting to repair the scuffs on the wall but not paint the whole wall with the more color te- color lock technology, you can go in and get the regal paint or the bend paint or the aura paint, and you can take a quarter of that paint and touch up the scuff marks. And it will blend in perfectly color-wise with that paint that's 8 or 10 years old. There's nothing more
2: frustrating than giving up one, two, three weekends of your life to paint the outside of the house. And next year it needs to be done again because you saved $300 on paint going with the cheaper paint. You don't want to have to do that. So if you're going to spend the time and spend the money... You know, look, get the quality product. It's going to last a lot longer, and it's going to cost you half as much if you have to come back two years later and do it all over again.
6: Right, because you know, any room. Let's be honest. If if you're if you're living in the house, you're going to have to move the furniture. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And to Brock's point, do you want to move the furniture for and be out of that room for two or three weekends when you're having to go back go back and put multiple coats on? Or do you just want to be able to give up one weekend or, or two or three nights during the week, and you get it all done at one time, you're back in, and again, a few years later, something happens, Wall, fine. You get a quart, or if you still have that gallon that you've kept in a, in a dry place that is you know, free of, of, of freezing and thawing, you take the paint, shake it up, boom, you're still good.
0: Yeah. Wow, so the heavy paint matters yeah. All right You are tuned to Making Home Great Give us a call 919 uh, 860 John Champion along with me And uh, Brock Emmons and of Triangle Radio Berry And uh, of course Jeff Hastings from Burke Brothers Hardware Join us Making your home great <laughs> FM 98.5 Good. AM 680 WPTF Yes, we like to chat the, the conversation never, never stops here uh, in the air studio here from Making Your Home Great. Uh, Jeff Hastings from Burp Brothers Hardware and Brock Emmons from Triangle Radiant Barrier. And, you know, I was t- telling the last hour, it's, it's amazing how we have just been a magnet for the entire country. Folks are coming in yeah. like five thousand a month. Yeah. Right? <laughs> most of them to Apex. It,
4: most I think of them, so. I from, think so too. To Apex. Evident so, by the traffic. Okay. So
0: uh, <laughs> everybody 90. knows about the big box stores, <laughs> but uh, it, People coming from Cincinnati and Pittsburgh and other places, uh, you know, they grew up uh, with a, uh, a mom-and-pop hardware store, and uh, the one that you own right now started in 1936? That's correct. Is the yep.
6: oldest one here. It's the oldest one in this part of the state that I'm aware of. Wow. Wow. Um, there's one over in Greensboro called Leneers that I think is a little bit older, but uh, we've just we're at the right place at the right time um, and we just have our core values that we're going to treat every customer like your family. Uh, and, you know, a guy came in the other day and he bought 43 cents worth of screws. <laughs> <laughs> and he said, I'm sorry, I don't have any money on me. I've just got the credit card. I said, that's fine. I said, and, and, you know, 43 cents on a credit card, for those of you who don't know, we lost about a dollar. Right? So, <laughs> right. Um but I told him that's okay because you'll be back the next time. That's right. Yeah. Um, and so that—that's our belief is that you know we can't deal with we we can only deal with what we can deal with.
3: Yeah.
6: And and we're going to try to be the best at, at customer service. And uh, considering the average length of employment there, I think it's about twenty three years right now. Yeah. Uh, we we think we've got about the best customer about the best knowledge base that you can get in our. Uh, in, in our little corner of the world, that that we can offer,
0: and you get so much in there. Uh, and uh, the thing about it is that when somebody asks a question, you guys take them right to where they need to go.
6: I mean, we do. And if we don't know the answer, uh, we're either going to a look it up or we're going to ask some of the other employees about you know. Do they know what what this is? Just, what this is talking about? A lot of times that happens in plumbing because the only thing that is standard in plumbing is that nothing is standard in plumbing. <laughs> and so, um, oh, that's right. you know, we just we've got two or three people there that that probably in the early days should have become plumbers because they're a lot better at it than I am. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. and you know, your guys it? have
6: been with you a long time,
0: right? Yeah, I mean uh, a
6: long time. Yeah, David, our manager has been there forty-two years. And then Steve's been there, I think, 29 years, so... That's oh, older God. than most of the
2: employees at the big box stores. <laughs> right. yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. oh yeah. You, you go to the big box stores, it's a bunch of 20- 20 and 25-year-olds, and they might, they might be able to tell you which aisle you need to go to to get what you're looking for, but they don't know how to tell you how to use it.
6: That's actually they look on their phone to get the uh,
2: location. Yeah, they, they pull out their phone. And, and the guys that work over here at, at, at Burke Brothers, these guys have been there 20, 30 years. These are yeah. guys with life experience. This is the place you want to go.
4: Now, Jeff, let me ask you, what type of question? Questions are you getting for customers about their do-it-yourself projects this time of year?
6: This time of year, you're, you're winding down on some of the insulation products because they're still getting drafts in the doors, uh, especially over the last you know, two or three weeks with all the winds that we've had. Right. Mm-hmm. They're starting to feel that draft, and so they, they want to make sure that their, their homes, a lot of the people that we deal with are, are in two categories. A, the homes were built back in the 40s and 50s in West Raleigh. Or their brand-new brand homes. Mm-hmm. And, and both of them have their, their idiosyncrasies as far as the insulation products because some of the homes that are put up now might not be as well put together as those homes that were back in the 40s and 50s. You don't say. Uh, but, <laughs> so it, it, it's different applications for those two. And, and what we try to do is really ask the questions of, you know, where do you live? what How old is your house? And tell us what's going on before we, before we deal with that. And we're starting to get some of the early people that are getting ready for spring that want their either storm windows or their screens replaced. Mm-hmm. And so we're getting a lot of that traffic coming in. And then, like I said, we're getting people right now that are saying, you know, when are your, when are your onions and potatoes coming in? We got our onions in last week. I think our potatoes are coming in Monday. And they want to know when they can plant cabbage, collards, kale, broccoli, cauliflower, lettuce. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, and so we're sort of arranging some of that stuff to get some of the early stuff, so that as soon as I see a break in the weather, we'll be able to move forward with that stuff. Now, yeah. t- talking about
2: spring is right around the corner. Mm. Grill season is right around the corner. Whoa. Whoa. I, I'm, I'm looking forward to getting the grill out. I hear you guys got some grills over there.
6: <laughs> well, and, and again, in North Carolina, like you said earlier, Brock, you know, if you don't like the weather, wait around Just for wait. 15 yeah. minutes. It'll change. Uh, truly. We, we truly are a 12-month year for grills, and we are a Wilmington grill dealer. It's made out of a 304 stainless. Uh, the grill is going to last a lifetime, and I know that's a lot of people say that's a sales pitch, but... We've got people that come in, their grills are 25 and 30 years old, yep. and they still look the same way with a little bit of the the, the smoke marks, but right. they still look the same way they did 25 or 30 years ago. And the nice thing is the parts that fit the grill in, t- in 2024 are the same parts that fit the grill in 1989. Oh, no, they're not like the phone people. Oh, they change not. it. <laughs> 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 if it ain't broke, don't fix it. That's right. And we've got a, like now the burner kits, a lot of the people with the older grills have a, it's a, a um, cast iron. Sort of a fish cooker type grill. Right, right, right. Uh, mm-hmm. The grill, the burner kits that they make today are a cast stainless steel, and they're warranted for life. And yeah. it's not it's not your uh-huh. life; it's the life of the grill.
2: Yeah, I've heard that if a, a, a you know minor component on the grill goes out, a burner or something like that, you just replace it, and it's back to back to go.
6: That's right. You can you know a new grill like that runs about fifteen hundred dollars. Uh, you can come in if you've got an older grill that needs a burner kit. The burner kits. Still, it's it's four hundred. I think four hundred or four hundred fifty dollars. Can't remember right hand, But you replace that burner kit, and you to your point, you've got a brand new grill, right? Mm-hmm. Because there's no there's no changes or variables that you have to worry about. It's like I don't need to know what model you got. Do you have a gas or charcoal right. grill? If you got a gas grill, here's a burner kit.
0: Yeah, and there's so much you can do on Wilmington grills. Oh, we
6: do. We uh, I mean we again we're we're um, we're season ticket holders over. at that wonderful school in west raleigh uh, (laughs) (laughs) we uh we and so all the games we go there and we'll do we've got a half griddle so that in the morning if it's a noon kickoff we'll start off with bacon and eggs Mm. in the morning uh afternoon we'll do steaks or um grill some bacon or something but then if it's a night game uh there's another attached another piece that we can put in there it's a for oyster shucking. So we'll Ooh. go through about a bushel and a half of oysters at night. Oh, wow. Uh, so really, it, it, you can do, and we've got a side burner on ours. So uh, in the wintertime, if we want to do something like, especially New Year's Eve, we cook our collards out on the grill so that the house doesn't smell bad. <laughs> and during the summertime, we'll cook fish. We'll do fish out on the grill.
2: I want to see the reactions of him in the parking lot when, when all these these uh, tailgaters are pulling out their, <laughs> their $20 Coleman grill and, and they're cooking it up. And you whip out a Wilmington. I bet you get a lot of people that approach you and are like, what is this yeah. thing?
6: Yeah, we got some of the people close around us that, that are kind of envious about the grill that we I have. I bet they I mean, are. You know, how yeah. utilitarian it is. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. And David at the store has a lot of secrets. He, he knows a lot about yeah, Wilmington grills. Yeah,
6: David's got three of the grills himself see. So, <laughs> uh, they make a three burner a master he's got one of those and then he's got a, a charcoal grill and then he's got one that a friend of his has a house down at the beach that he's got one grill that he takes down there because he goes down there pretty frequently so
2: Man, a breakfast, lunch, and dinner grill. I'd like to have three.
6: Sounds <laughs> good. <laughs> Dessert, too? That's good living. Huh? <laughs> yeah.
0: 919 We've got Carol on the line. Carol, thank you for joining, making you home great. What's your question?
7: Well, thank you for taking my call. I've been trying to get this answered for so long, and today I hope it's the date.
0: I hope um, so,
3: too.
7: I don't know who's the best person to ask this question, but um, and on our cement driveway... There's a crack. Our driveway is done in sections, which are maybe about, I don't know, 10 by 12 or 15 by 10 or something like that. And it goes across it. And I believe what caused this crack was a Nellie Stevens holly, which was planted on the corner, actually too close to the driveway and too, too close to the corner of the house. But anyway, it, it did crack. I think a root must have gone under there. But I hear that there's something you can fill those cracks. Now, if I had done it when I should have, it was very, very narrow, and it still is narrow. It's less than a quarter inch, but probably more like an eighth inch. But is that true, that you can um, buy something that to put in there to fill that crack, and that would be satisfactory for closing it up?
6: Yes, ma'am. Uh, there's a couple of products that are – it's a siliconized concrete mix and, and the reason I say siliconize is what's going to happen is, regardless of what you do, the freezing and the thawing, that concrete is still oh. going to move just ever so slightly. And if you go in with just a straight concrete or mortar, it's going to bond until that first hard freeze takes place when that concrete wants to move. And yep. with the silicone in there, it allows for expansion and contraction of that concrete. And it's in a caulk oh, tube. Wow. Uh, The key is that you want to make sure that that crack is very clean before you go in there and and do anything, because you want to make sure that that, what you're putting down is adhering strictly to the concrete. Um, So yeah, if you want to come into the hardware store, we'll show you exactly what to do and how to do it. And I've done it, uh, actually, when my sister-in-law got married uh, down in Charlotte, wanted to have have the reception at my in-law's house. And when I got home, their concrete had several of those issues, and I was concerned about people in heels maybe getting it stuck in there. And so uh, I sort of luckily knew what to do and got it fixed and didn't have any issues. And that was 22 years ago, I think. Mm -hmm. And it's still there. So, Yeah, it's it's an amazing product. Yeah. Carol, do you know where uh,
0: Burke Brothers Hardware
2: is?
7: Uh, I do. It's a bit far for us, but uh, my husband and I found it once when we were near, um, and um, we came in there, and uh, mm-hmm. we enjoyed the store a lot. So yeah. we don't get there often, but I'll be so, so glad to see if I can get it.
0: <laughs> yeah, Yeah, it's here. right there, right there on Hillsborough Street, uh, a quarter mile west okay. of the State Fairgrounds. Right. Cannot miss it there on the left, okay? Well, I'll tell okay. you what, we've got yeah, a little surprise for saddened. you. We got a little surprise for you. We got a twenty-five-dollar gift certificate to High Park Bar and Grill. They say the best wings and pizza in town. All right, so Ooh, enjoy that carry. good place for a hot like a meal, <laughs> cold drink. They're at six twenty-five East Whitaker Mill Road in Raleigh. Okay. Thank you a lot for joining us. So thanks for your question today. I'm making your home great.
7: Well, thanks for having that answer. That's going to make my day. I appreciate your help with that. Thank
0: you. All right. Thank you, Carol. This is Making Your Home Great on FM 98.5 at AM 680 WPTF and WPTF.com. We have one more segment here with Jeff Hastings from... Burke Brothers Hardware. Somebody's calling him right now. You're a popular guy today. Um, Let's talk a little bit about lamps. Everybody has a lamp that they've thrown (laughs) up into the attic because the wiring is is a mess. You do that kind of stuff.
6: We do, and we've seen people that still use lamps that the wiring is a mess. Yes, Um, which is dangerous. Which which can be dangerous. Uh, But yeah, all lamp repair, uh, we do. We've done... You know, we we had a couple of sterling silver lamps that we took in Mm. and took care of. Uh, That took a little bit of doing. Uh, We sort of outsourced a little bit of it because that wasn't our forte. But, uh, yeah, we will – you know, and the nice thing is we're not going to take the lamp and then call you three weeks later and say, I'm sorry, it can't be done. Mm. We're going to be able to identify when you bring it in if it's something that we can take care of. And then we'll usually have it back to you within the next week. Uh, You know, Mm. we just – that's just the way we operate. We do a lot of stuff you know, before we open or after we close to make sure that, that we're getting the customer taken care of. Well,
0: that's awesome.
6: Yeah, yeah, definitely.
0: Uh, something you don't want to do
6: yourself? I wouldn't do it myself unless you have done it before because you, you just it's, – it's, I, I liken it to plumbing. If mm-hmm. you're going to have somebody go in and solder pipes in your bathroom behind the wall, you want somebody that's done it 10,000 times this year – and not the first time, because, you know, much like a leaky plumbing fixture, mm-hmm. do you really want electrical lamp that, that when you turn on, there's a skepticism of, is it going to work? Is it not going to work? Is it going to spark? Is it not going to spark? And so, uh, you know, we take a lot of pride in what we do and, um, and try to do it right the first time.
4: I'm all about reaching out to the experts. I, I got to yeah. quote the Andy Griffith show. Call him man A B.
6: Yeah, it's
0: no, about right. yeah. yeah. things people don't
6: expect from Burke Brothers Hardware. Um, delivery service for one? We do delivery service. Uh, we do it with the Greater Raleigh area. Uh, whether you need you know mulch or you know soil or you know it's all bags, but still, you do that. Uh, you know our grill service. You know we go out to people that have Wilmington grills, knowing that those grills are two hundred pounds. Mm-hmm. We don't expect everybody to be able to bring them in, so. We'll go out to the house and service the grills and figure out what's going on. Because, again, there's only so many pieces that, that are, are going to have a failure. Yeah. Uh, and so it's not, it's not like having to go in and diagnose a lot of stuff. We can usually tell over the phone what's wrong and then be able to take care of it. We'll take enough pieces out there so that we take care of it the first time.
0: Mm-hmm. You know about everything that's in the store. Uh, what is the latest thing that you were excited about adding?
6: Honestly, it was Hot Wheels. Hot Wheels? If you want to know the truth. Yeah, our, our distributors started carrying Hot Wheels. And oh. we have been carrying the Schleich animals, which are the miniature animals. They're, they're manufactured. The companies down in Georgia. Uh, and they, they're neat because they'll do an animal, and they'll do that animal for like 12 to 18 months, and then that animal is discontinued, and then they'll come out with the different ones. We've got a display of them. And so I thought, you know, maybe this will do okay. And mm-hmm. we got... I think we got two or three displays of 144 Hot Wheels during Christmas and went through all of them. And it was just, it was exciting to see that the kids come in, <laughs> but then the adults that come in, yeah, cause we, we had remember them. we had them yeah. when we were a kid. Yeah. And, and Hot Wheels has done a great job of mimicking cars that are in life today. It's not a throwback. Mm. Uh, my family are big Volvo fans, and so we look through every single one, and if there's a Volvo in there that we don't have, we sort of, Take that for ourselves, with mm. all due respect. Mm. But what is uh, one of the more unusual things that you stock? Oh wow, unusual. Uh, so I don't, I don't, I don't know. There's a true answer to that because we're just yeah. an old school hardware store. Yeah, uh, we do cowbells. That's unusual. Cowbells, um, more we cowbells. cowbells.
4: Need more
6: cowbells. Nowhere to <laughs> get it. You know, three, three different sizes of cowbells. We still have some of the, the kerosene oil lamps. Or when power goes out. Mm-hmm. Um, what else do we have? Sort of going through the ro- rows in my mind. But, yeah. Uh, you know, you know it, it's, it, again, it's what, if you were, if you walked into a hardware store in the 40s or 50s or 60s or 70s mm-hmm. and you expected something to be there, that's what we're going to have. We mm-hmm. don't have furniture. We don't have expansive, gifty stuff. Uh, but, If you're in the county and you have a well and you've got well pipe issues, the black rolls, of poly well pipe, Mm -hmm. we carry that in half-inch, three-quarter, one-inch pipe, and we've got all the additions for that. Mm -hmm.
0: Um, Yeah, some of the things you've done for me, uh, sharpening garden tools and getting the uh, lawnmower ready, What, what are some things you can do?
6: Well, we do. We sharpen all the tools. We'll sharpen everything from a kitchen knife, as long as it's not serrated, to mower blades, uh, we'll do loppers and head shears and scissors. Mm-hmm. And you know again, usually have those back to you in two or three days. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know one of the, uh, back to sort of unusual, I believe that we probably have the largest fastener section in Wake County. Really? Uh, oh. we've got and we're actually getting ready to add to it as crazy as I am. Uh, i've I've been able to figure out how to how to change things around. We're probably gonna add another four, or eight feet. In our nuts and bolts and stuff. So, you know, if you need something as small as a, a number zero screw mm-hmm. up to a nine-sixteenths a bolt, you know, we've got it. Yeah, you know, And yeah, full I see line it, of metric and everything. So I see a
0: lot of handymen come in your yes, y- sir. your store and, and uh, they pick up a lot of things they can't pick up anywhere else.
6: Right. And the benefit also is you're able to park by the front door. You know, you don't have to park and walk <laughs> half a block to get to the front door Uh, I think the longest parking space, I measured it one time, I think the longest parking space from the front door is 105 feet. Mm. Um, And that's usually where the employees park. So you don't have to park that far. Uh, So, you know, and then coming up, we've got the gardens. uh, We just got, I think, three displays of pottery for Mm -hmm. the springtime. Yeah. Uh, You know, the regular clay pot as well as some of the glaze pots. We've got those that have rolled in the door, so we're going to be getting those out this week and... Just go ahead and get started a little bit for spring, and those people that want to get an early start to have it on hand when they're ready to go. Yeah, yeah. You have a lot of um, battery-powered equipment. Uh, We do. We are a Milwaukee dealer. Uh, We decided to shift over to Milwaukee about a year and a half ago based on popularity of what we saw around Raleigh. If you look in the back, if you're driving down the Beltline and you look in the back of a work truck and you see a red box, that's a Milwaukee box. And so, you know, we we pay attention to that stuff, and that business for us grew about seventy percent last year.
3: Mm-hmm. So
6: that's been that's been real strong for us. Mm-hmm. And they do everything from a drill to uh, a chainsaw to a blower, you know, and everything in between. And it all takes the same battery. Mm-hmm. We all trust the Groundhog, right? The
0: Groundhog has told so, us yeah. it's going to be early spring. But in your business, you have to pivot so quickly. We could have a freeze coming. Overnight, that's right. Uh, h- how do you how do you handle that situation? Are you able to get uh, I'll,
6: I'll, enough on board in, wow. in a shorter time? <laughs> Quick, get I, the shovels out. I, I don't have as much hair as I did when I was <laughs> know, thirty years old, but uh, no, it's it's being able to look at the weather and and figuring out what's going to happen. Uh, and the nice thing is that if if a decision needs to be made, then mm-hmm. I'm the one that makes the decision. I don't mm-hmm. have to go up a corporate ladder and wait. For a purchase order to be issued and this Mm. and that and the other. We've done a good job as a store to make contacts over the years that uh, if I needed, like, ice melt, uh, there's a company down towards Benson that does that, and I'm pretty good friends with them. And uh, I can have a truckload of ice melt there in about four hours. Mm. And so there's another another friend of mine that uh, he has a distributorship up in uh, Allegheny County. And if I need sleds or, or whatnot, then he'll come. I think the last time, six years ago, seven years ago, when we had a major snowstorm, he was here in about five and a half hours with a thousand sleds. Wow. Um, but it's just having the, the, it's just a reputation that we have that we try to stick to and, and make sure that it works. And, and how, do we, how do we satisfy the customer the first time?
0: Very nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, I've noticed this too. Um, uh, birds are going crazy. Oh, yes, man. they are.
6: The birds are our friends, to be honest oh, with yeah. well. do you. Do you do the bird seed? We do. We do a full line of Cole's bird seed. Uh, it's probably pretty expansive. We've got about 24 feet of bird seed, Cole's bird seed. Wow. It's available from a 5-pound, 10-pound, or 20-pound bag. And, and then we also we do uh, bird's. A lot of birds love suet and we do Mm -hmm. a cns hot pepper suet Uh, birds don't have taste buds so they don't taste the pepper but squirrels can taste the pepper and so it's a good it's a good avenue to go where the birds are going to enjoy it but the squirrels aren't going to aren't going to take advantage of your of what's going on so we do a good job with it i think and, and we get three trucks a week and usually on all three trucks we've got cole's bird seed wow
0: yeah, but I, I think the big thing that, that you offer people, you have everything they need, but you have people that have the answers
6: they need. We try to. Great yeah, service. and if we don't, you know, it's one of the things I teach all the, all the, all the young people. We get a lot of, of NC State uh, students that are working part-time, and I tell them the same thing I try to do myself is if you don't know the answer, mm. read the label. You know, a lot of people will sit there and say, is this paint oil-based or or water-based? And if you're not sure, read the label. It'll tell you everything that you need to know. And I said, you're not going to look stupid reading the label because Mm -hmm. it tells the customer that you're being honest and you're trying to give them the best information possible on how to take care of that issue and not go home and find out that you're you're using the wrong product for that application. Mm -hmm.
4: That's trouble.
6: Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, Mm -hmm.
0: But uh, we just have about 30 seconds left. Let's just remind folks what they shouldn't be doing in their front yards. Uh,
6: Uh, I would not fertilize quite yet. Uh, Put down a crabgrass preventer. Uh, Again, walk around the yard. Look for problem areas that may want to reseed uh, some of the bare spots in a fescue. Warm season grass do very little right now. Uh, You want to wait until Mother's Day to start putting anything out there. But just get the agenda straight so that when the warm weather does start to come, you can get those products to put out there and have them ready uh, it's not and and if you want to get some fertilizer that's fine mm-hmm. so that it's on hand but just don't put it out yet and with that list, you'll know what you want to do and, and what your priorities are, and, and you'll get able to be able to get out there and do it with the first swing of the bat.
0: All right. Jeff, thank you so much. Jeff thank Hastings you. from Burnt Builders Hardware. Just uh, to go to the state fairgrounds, quarter mile west. Quarter mile west, on the, the left. There it is, John Champion. Thank you for joining us. Thank we'll you, be sir. back next week at noon for Making Your Home Great on FM 98.5 and AM 680 WPTF.